it's with building a website or anything. I think people don't realize how difficult, you know, something is. You see a, a simple section template and you think, oh, that's easy. You know, why do I why do I need this? Or you see the color scheme, you think it's it's easy. But as soon as you start creating it yourself, you quickly realize it's quite complicated. Um, spe I spent way too much time on color schemes. Um, <laughs> And, and we're, we're, we're uh, adjusting things in the next version, so we'll be able to have a lot uh, more variety. So we'll be able to get into more like pastel colors and, and uh, different stuff. Um, so I'll be making more. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, you, you always think you can do something better or differently. Yeah. You don't, you underestimate the, you know, the skill in, in pretty much everything, I guess. G'day folks, Troy Dane here again, and welcome to another episode of the WP Elevation Podcast. I'm super excited this week to have with me the creator of launchparty.org, Matthew Avercamp. Now, if you're not familiar, Launch Party has this amazing free course that teaches you how to build a WordPress website without touching a line of code. They also have these incredible template packs that you can download for the Elementor page builder. So essentially, you can, in, in the space of a couple of days, you can learn how to build a WordPress website from scratch, and you've got all the tools you need there to uh, to basically drag and drop these beautiful template packs onto the page and, uh, and build your own web pages very rapidly. We refer to it as website in a bag here at WP Elevation because you literally, it's like opening the bag and pulling out the bits that you want on the page and just dragging and dropping them around in order. They're amazing, uh, amazing, beautifully designed templates and Matthew, and they're free. And we talk about why they're free and how they're free and whether they'll be free for much longer. And we also talk about the journey that Matthew Avercamp has been on to refine his offering through uh, extensive user testing and also why he custom built his LMS instead of using a plugin. It's a fabulous episode. Uh, Matthew is currently in Chiang Mai in Thailand. He is permanently in travel mode. He literally is a digital nomad. Without further ado, let's go and meet Matthew Avercamp. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Just before we get into this episode of the podcast, I have a quick favour to ask. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on iTunes at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Or if you're not an Apple user, you can get us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher. And please, if you are on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. It really does help us come up in the search results and get the show in front of a wider audience. And we love your feedback and we read all of the reviews. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and welcome to another live stream of our podcast. We're batching them like crazy this week, which is lots of fun. Uh, the cameras are still working, the audio is still working, the internet's on, I've got Skype open and my guest for this episode is Matthew Avercamp from Launch Party, currently based in Chiang Mai in Thailand. He's here on Skype. Matthew Avercamp, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for being a part of this. I'm doing very well. And uh, it is, I'm going to hazard a guess that it's around about 1 p.m. in the afternoon where you are. Is that right? Close. It's uh, noon. Oh, noon. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So for those that don't know, who are you? What do you do? And why are you here? Sure. Um, well, I got started probably 15 years ago. I created a business called Accounting Coach. Uh, so it's a freemium course, teaches intro accounting, intro bookkeeping. Uh, it's a course I co-founded with my dad. So he was a professor for about 25 years back home. 
he has a kind of real knack for explaining accounting. So he wanted to put his uh, instruction online. Uh, so he does all the content. I've been on kind of the online business side of things. Got pretty popular pretty quick. It's probably the most popular site for, for learning accounting. Wow. Um, so that's kind of where I learned kind of everything I know. Uh, this year started a new business called Launch Party. Uh, this is where I'm walking people through how to build uh, WordPress websites using Elementor Pro. Um, it's going to be soon called uh, Website in a Weekend. It's going to be broken up into about three days. Um, the teaching method is focused around this uh, collection of Elementor template blocks that we created. Mm. Uh, so through a lot of kind of uh, user testing, we realized um, the kind of block system was the easiest way to both teach Elementor and also uh, kind of build pages quickly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I think that's how uh, we got introduced. Yeah, and and I just want to go on the record here and publicly thank you for all the work that you did with those Elementor template blocks because uh, block templates because it has it's changed website development. Uh, I think I mean Elementor Pro changed website development. It's kind of like definitely. It's kind of like for me the iteration was like. I built my first content management system in Notepad Plus. I learned how to write HTML and CSS and PHP and and MySQL and a really bit of crappy JavaScript. And then WordPress, I found WordPress. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's easy. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, developing on WordPress kind of became a bit of a grind and then uh, custom post types and pages happen. And then the page builders happen. Uh, Beaver Builder really landed in my lap and I was like, whoa, this is good. Then I discovered Elementor and was like, okay, this is a game changer. And then very quickly, I'm always looking at leverage points. Very quickly, I was like, huh, this would be really cool if I could just save these bits that I'm using. Uh, and then I discovered Launch Party. I actually went looking, searching for Elementor uh, block templates or Elementor yeah. section templates I think I was searching for. Yeah, um, yeah. We refer to your, uh, your, your block templates as a website in a bag here at WP Elevation because mm. it literally is like opening – a bag and picking out which bit of the website you want and just chucking it on the screen. They're awesome. And so thank you for the work that you've done there. Um, cool. Thank you. And they're free. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like, like, so, and your website course is free, which I, I've yeah. discovered. So, and I know that you um, recommend Elementor Pro and SiteGround. So I mm-hmm. just got a, and you're living in Chiang Mai in this, what looks like a beautiful apartment there. How are you paying the bills, dude? Like what, is it just affiliate <laughs> links? Is it just affiliate affiliate sponsorship through Elementor Pro and SiteGround? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of a long play. Um, you know, it's not profitable at the moment, uh, making income on the on the other business. Um, but, you know, my approach is is more of a long-term like SEO approach. Um so the templates is kind of phase one, you know, getting, uh, getting the link building, getting the, you know, kind of, uh, getting noticed basically. Uh, but it's a long play to eventually start ranking for, you know, making a website, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, the, the website space is, is really interesting, uh, because you can get such high commissions for, for hosting. Um, so I've, I've always been fascinated with the idea that you could in theory have it, you know, kind of a free course be supplemented from, the, you know, hosting commission, the elementary commission. Um, but it would only work if you're ranking SEO, you know, it's not enough to do like PPC, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the long, the long term play. Cool. Um, it'll take some time to, to see if it, if it works. Awesome. Um, so it's a long play, you know, and it's funny because I've been kind of toying around with this notion. Well, the, I believe that content, 
I believe that information is a commodity, not necessarily mm-hmm. content, but information is a commodity. So, so people are reluctant to pay for information on its own. But what we've found over the, I don't know, eight years of selling products to WordPress consultants and the last five years doing business training is that people will pay for structure. They will mm-hmm. pay to have someone tell them what they should learn next. But if yeah. you just couch it as information, people are less likely to pay for information. So when I came across what you were doing, I was like, yeah, this is a, a good long play. Uh, but th- again, this is another example how, of how difficult it is to sell information because there are you know, very strategic marketers like you who just give so much away for free and push the free line so far that it right. forces everyone else to, to get more um, competitive with the value that they're adding rather than just you know, thinking I'm going to throw up a course, put some information out, and I'm going to make you know, a squillion dollars because I, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the marketing is hard, you know, um, and the SEO has gotten a lot more difficult than, you know, when we started the the accounting site. Uh, so it, it's fun. It's a, it's, it's a much bigger challenge. Like you're saying, like the content has to be, you know, really, really good, um, which is kind of why our accounting site has kind of stayed, you know, popular for so long. Um, that's definitely the main, you know, driver to, to having the success. I want to talk a little bit more about Launch Party in a moment, but before we get there, um, what? So you said you started about fourteen years ago. What were you doing prior to that? Uh, not much. Uh, I was in college for a little bit, studying um, urban planning. Cool. Uh, studied abroad in South Africa, and during this time, you know, we were kind of playing around with the the accounting, you know, site idea. Um, so it was in the works. I had been building, you know, sites you know, in high school and whatever, like just for fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of got addicted on the, on the travel, travel, uh, mm-hmm. travel mode, uh, ended up moving to Scotland for a bit. And that's when I kind of started learning like CSS and could kind of start to make a, you know, real kind of legit looking site. And, you know, things started taking off a bit more with the traffic. AdSense kind of just came into play around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, start making your first dollars. We started getting a lot of feedback with people who wanted like our materials in printed form. Um, so actually our first product was like a CD that we like mailed out to people. That was just, you know, PDF files. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) The home study course. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, eventually, you know, I was working, you know, at like a pita sandwich shop in Austin, I think. I was probably around 22, 23. Wow. And at, at that point, it was enough to kind of quit my job and, and do this full time. Wow. Awesome. Um, where did you learn from? Like the whole the online marketing, internet marketing world, the tactics, the strategies, selling a course online, doing the home study course. Who, who were you looking to for guidance back then? Where were you, where were you getting your, your skills from? Yeah, it's, it's hard to remember. I want to say uh, John Reese, maybe. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He had like a million dollar launch or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was a big one. Yeah. SEO book, I remember learning SEO from them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but a lot of different sources, you know, and just playing around. Yeah. We initially, we had like a paywall, wanted to charge for it. You know, it went nowhere. We kind of opened everything up and it kind of, you know, exploded after that. There wasn't wow. really a lot of competition in the accounting space, you know. So. so the accounting coach, because I actually looked at the accounting coach earlier today and I noticed that it was uh, from from first glance, it was free. I could just start kind of engaging with the course, but I did notice you had some pro features in there. What was the monetization strategy for accounting coach? Um, well, we started just selling like PDF files uh-huh. and then it kind of turned into more of a, you know, membership site of sorts. Got it. 
we never really wanted to do kind of a recurring, we didn't want to be forced to like keep creating new content basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've, we've always had a one-time fee and we've just kind of decided, you know, we had our initial like set of topics and we kind of just build within those topics when we come up with new, you know, ways to learn, uh, what, like if it's flashcards or if it's videos or something. Mm. And we just kind of decide, you know, which content we're going to keep in pro and which mm. content will be in the free. Mm. Um, and we have so much traffic that we can keep most of it free and, and kind of live off the, the small conversion rate that we get. Awesome. Um, and so your dad is, uh, the educator there. Um, yep. do you guys collaborate on the ideas and the strategy or is he just like, oh, I'm going to teach the stuff you figure out how to get the traffic and how to convert it? It's a, it's a bit of both. Uh, we, we kind of don't know anything about the other person's, uh, tasks, you know, I don't really know anything about accounting. Uh, so sometimes I'll let him kind of fly with what he wants to do, but there are definitely some strategic things where, you know, I'm kind of setting the direction of, of the course or, you know, if we need to do like a link building campaign or whatever it might be, um, you know, I'll kind of say, this is the content that we need. So a lot of our links that came from like universities, mm. uh, we built like a career center basically. Mm. So I noticed a lot of university websites had like a kind of career center. They're linking out to a lot of like accounting or whatever the, the field would be uh, to learn more about, you know, taking the CPA exam and, you know, what it takes to become a CPA, what to study, et cetera. And that happened to be a really easy um, page to like get in direct contact with the person who managed it. It was typically, you know, a librarian or like someone in the, uh, whatever department it was in. So it was kind of an easy approach and we just created the best, you know, career center there was and, and got a ton of links from it. Uh, wow. so little stuff like that, you know, you, I'll find different things where I say, Hey, we need to, you know, make business forms or whatever it might be. If I want to go after certain kind of SEO uh, keywords. Smart. Um, how is it working with family? Yeah, surpri surprisingly really well. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, oh, Cause I've heard, I've heard like opposite ends of the extreme over the yeah. years. So. Most people are a little shocked when I, when I tell them <laughs> it, it, it's going well. Yeah. Oh, that, um, must, that must be awesome. I, I'm, I'm quite, uh, envious in a way that, uh, I don't think, yeah. I mean, I love my family to bits if you're watching on Facebook, but I don't think I could work with you somehow. In fact, I keep trying to get my wife to come in and work here and she says, we can work together or we can be married. It's up to you. And I'm so, okay, well I'll take the yeah, marriage. Yeah. Over. <laughs> you know, we, we've always, kind of had a long distance uh they live in wisconsin i was in texas so you know it's actually made us you know talk more and yeah, yeah. and get closer uh, because awesome. of it so that's great um yeah. before we get to launch party i want to talk just a little bit about your your entrepreneurial journey and so you're in chiang mai at the moment you, you kind of said before the show that you're just in permanent yep. travel mode uh, what, what's the toolkit required for an entrepreneur who's just in permanent travel mode well i, I think i kind of slowly worked up to this point i would take three or four months, usually like leave in the winter. Uh, even though Texas is pretty warm and it wasn't warm enough for, for me. Um, but you have to structure your business in a way that you can step away from it, you know? Um, so pretty much everything I've done since day one is structured things in a way where it can be as automated as possible, mm. uh, especially with accounting. It really helps that the content doesn't really change ever. Uh, cause we're kind of at a very intro level. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything we sell, everything we do, you know, I'm always in the back of my head. I'm thinking, you know, what if I need to step away for a month? Can I do that? Um, can it run by itself? That type of stuff. Um, so yeah, every, every piece of the business in the back of my head, I'm thinking about, you know, how automated it can be. And do you have a, 
do you have a team that that help, kind of help manage support and inquiries? Yeah, so all our design and development is uh, a team in Canada mm-hmm. called Simple Square. Um, customer service is handled by one of my friends, actually. Hmm. Uh, so he handles all the customer support. Um, another surprising thing that worked pretty well, uh, hiring a friend. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty hands-off uh, if, if we want it to be. How do you communicate with the team uh, on a daily basis? Um, well, I don't really, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, do you touch base once a week or you have a monthly board meeting? How does it work? Um, you know, it's all kind of project-based. Um, so, you know, every once in a while I'll come up with, you know, what needs to be done. I'll touch base and we kind of just work via email, you know, at our convenience. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not the quickest, um, you know, work process probably, but it's, like I said, uh, easy for us because we don't want to really be tied down to any, you know, calls or, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you spend most of your time doing? Um, it depends. Uh, this year I spent a lot of time on split testing. So my goal huh. is to have a kind of a concurrent split test running the entire year. Huh. Uh, so that was a big focus and turned out really well. I think we probably increased our revenues 30 to 50% probably. Mm. Um. So that was that was a big goal. So yeah, a lot of conversion type stuff, uh, usability. I, I love usability. So, you know, making things easier to use. Yeah. My interest is in you know the usability kind of end of things. Is it is it kind of a full time gig for you? Are you working like you know normal hours most weekdays? Uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. This year has been a lot on launch party, obviously. So that's kind of my yeah. my focus uh, now. Yep. Kind of waiting for the new WordPress to to come out, but yeah, you know, four or five hours a day is probably a typical yep. typical day. Uh, before we get into launch party, just a quick little sidebar. Pardon the pun. There's a little Easter egg for you WordPress listeners. Uh, Gutenberg. Mm. <laughs> is it is it a thing? I mean, they've delayed the release of WordPress 5.0 because Gutenberg's not ready. Uh, we have doubts that we're going to see it this side of Christmas. Are you, do you think it's going to be a thing? Are you concerned about it? Do you think it's going to impact us at all? Um, do you care? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore it for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I> think, <laughs> That's my approach. I think the yeah. Elementor is just, you know, way ahead of, way yeah. ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I don't expect it to be released until next year, but... Who knows? Yeah, I agree. I'm just ignoring it until it falls on my head. Um, all right, let's talk about launch party. I, now, I just want to tell me if I've got this wrong, but here's my experience, right? I go searching for Elementor section templates, I think is what I was looking for. I yeah. find a couple of options. I find um, Barna at uh, Katka templates, Yeah. download his templates. They're fantastic. Love them. Start using them. Uh, then I discover launch party. You have this killer feature. Uh, where all of your templates are available in in color packs, basically, mm-hmm. but I can customize them, so yeah. I can find a color pack which I like, and then I can go in and actually customize each of the colors in that color pack. Click a button and download the section templates with my custom color scheme. Yeah, that is ridiculously good. That is a killer <laughs> feature, man. Like, how did yeah. that? How did that come about? How did? Be, and then there's this beautiful, there's this beautiful synergy where. If I mean, we all know that themes and section templates are basically web porn, right? So I'm looking mm. at these beautifully designed things. I start putting them together. I then get stuck and you, you're like, that's okay. I've got this free course that helps you 
build your own WordPress website using Elementor and you can basically just use all these templates you've downloaded and the whole thing is free. So that killer feature about the the colour uh, packs and being able to customise your own colours, how did that come about? And and th- at some point wasn't it like, well, this is just going to be too technical to build and too hard and it's actually going to slow things down and it's too much work? Well, I mean, I have a, a good uh, design team, so I don't really worry about uh, whether it's possible or not. I just kind of... <laughs> hope they can do it. Uh, they can typically do whatever I, I want. So I'm lucky there, but yeah, so it was through a lot of user testing. You know, our, our goal is to, to make it as quick as possible to build, you know, a page basically. So if you're using the elementor blocks, you know, you, you spend a lot of time changing all the colors and, you know, changing the fonts and the fonts don't inherit. And, you know, it, it, it ends up taking, you know, twice as long to, to build a page because of all these kind of customizations you have to do. So we did a lot of user tests with color schemes. It was actually pretty hilarious. I don't know if, if anyone is a designer and has done user tests with color schemes. There's like no consensus on any <laughs> color scheme. It was half the people hate them, half the people like them. It was impossible to come up with like a collection of pre-made color schemes that you know, everybody liked, or right. even if there was like one option, especially when, you know, they're building their, their business with the templates. They're very like conservative in what they want, very afraid that, you know, purple's going to seem feminine or, you know, some yeah, other yeah. thing is going to do this. And so I just realized that they had to be able to edit it. That was the only way to like go from 10% satisfaction to 90% satisfaction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, had a, you know, luckily with, the elementary templates. It's just a matter of, you know, find, replace the, the hex codes or the RGBA colors. And it's, you know, pretty simple to do. Um, so that's kind of how that started. It, it took some effort to build, you know, the visual interface to yeah, make it's it beautiful. It's absolutely as beautiful. Intuitive as possible. For those of you watching on Facebook, or if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it, go to launchparty.org, uh, go to the templates uh, go to um, preview or download, and you can uh, choose the color scheme. You can customize it, and then you can download it in the in your custom colors. Now, here's the thing that I think this is here's the thing about human behavior that I find ridiculous. Right, that I did this. I've found your templates, and I found the color schemes. And there was one mm-hmm. particular color scheme. I think it's called navy jean, and okay. uh, I loved it. Right, I was absolutely in love with it, and I'm like, this is this thing is just gorgeous. And so, of course, I wanted to edit the colours. And I spent <laughs> yeah. like 45 minutes trying to edit the colours to make it look better than the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And then I stopped and just downloaded the colour scheme as it was provided. Mm. What is that about? What the hell is going on there? I waste, I could have built a website in 45 minutes, but I didn't. I was frigging around with hex codes trying to make it better than it already was. What is that about? Yeah, you know, I, I, it's with building a website or anything. I think people don't realise how difficult, you know, something is, you see a a simple section template and you think, oh, that's easy. You know, why do I, why do I need this? Or you see the color scheme, you think it's, it's easy, but as soon as you start creating it yourself, you quickly realize it's quite complicated. Um, I spent way too much time on color schemes. Um, (laughs) and, and we're, 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 uh, adjusting things in the next version. So we'll be able to have a lot uh, more variety. So we'll be able to get into more like pastel colors and, and uh, different stuff. Um, so I'll be making more, but yeah, I think it's just, you know, you always think you can do something better differently. You don't, you underestimate the, you know, the skill in, in 
pretty much everything, I guess, yeah. you know. A hundred percent. It's called navy jean. I'm looking at it right now. It's my favorite color scheme. Uh, I do, I've done the same thing with material design color palettes and I did the same thing five years ago with flat UI color palettes. I found the most beautiful color palette I could find and then started messing with it to try and make it better. I'm not a designer. <laughs> so everything I do ends up just looking like a bad toothpaste commercial. Um so awesome. Um, so what's the, what's the future for launch party? I mean, this course that you've got the templates, uh, there's also, um, the toolkits, which I'm not familiar with walk us through the toolkits. Um, well, so before launch party, uh, the site was actually called top alternatives and I was recommending uh, a lot of software. So, you know, what email marketing tool to use what you know, CRM, that kind of stuff. And it didn't really go anywhere and kind of through a lot of user testing again, um, you know, there was probably a year long process where it went from that site into what launch party is, um, today. So it was a combination of things. People didn't really care about comparisons. They wanted to be kind of told what to use mm-hmm. and they wanted it and they wanted to know how to use it. And so kind of going along that, um, kind of theory, we'd restructured everything and it, and it turned into this crazy project, uh, which is uh, launch party now. And I'm guessing the name Launch Party is all around having a party and celebrating the launch of your new website, right? Yeah. So I had envisioned in the beginning, uh, which we'll begin trying soon, is having uh, challenges. So, Mm. you know, this kind of website in a weekend, get a lot of people together. We're all going to build, you know, our sites together. We're going to follow the course. And at the end, you know, you're going to have your launch party. Uh, So the idea is the kind of visualizing that end result um, making some fun out of it, adding some, you know, gamification to things and just kind of making it uh, more interesting than, you know, just kind of a regular course. Awesome. Um, uh, selfishly asking this question, which LMS do you use to deliver the course on launch party? That's the, the most popular question I get, uh, <laughs> through my contact form. Uh, um, it's, it's all custom. It oh, was really? months of, of user testing and kind of finding how people wanted to have a course structured basically. Wow. So yeah, it's all, it's all custom built. Wow. Fantastic. Um, awesome. Uh, and so the, the big thing for 2019, uh, what, what, what I mean, without giving away, you know, your secret source, uh, what do you think the monetization strategy will be for launch party moving forward? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's gonna, there's gonna be, there's a lot of marketing ideas that we're going to try. So once, uh, WordPress is kind of finally out, we have everything structured, we're going to move into this website in a weekend idea and we're going to try all kinds of different stuff. So we'll start with PPC. Uh, we'll do some kind of link building SEO campaigns, um, start with some challenges, uh, get some funnels going, um, you know, every kind of trick in the book, uh, to see what sticks. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So you're building an audience through these incredible lead magnets that you've got at the moment, the free course and the templates, uh, and then just user testing and asking the audience what they want before you go build something and hope that they come. Yeah, that was the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get carried away when I when I build things and it ends up being, you know, always way bigger than I want it to be, <laughs> which is why you have the visual color editor and all that all that stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm a little ahead of myself, but yeah, I think it's coming along. And um, the user, I mean, user testing is if, if you aren't user testing, it's, I can't speak, you know, high enough about it. 
it, it influences it influences everything. Two things: what do you look for in user testing? Like, what are you actually testing? And two, mechanically, how do you do it? Which tools do you use for user testing? Um, well, I used to use UserTesting.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of gone enterprise these days. <laughs> Hasn't um, everyone? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Luckily enough, when I was creating this course, we did have an enterprise plan. So I was had this unlimited testing uh, ability, which helped a lot. Uh, Userlytics is probably what I recommend now. Mm -hmm. Um, In my toolkit section Mm -hmm. under some category, you'll see my recommended user testing. Oh, there we go. Usability and conversions toolkit. I, I should just look at your website and then I wouldn't need to ask you yeah. these questions. It's all, it's all in the bag. <laughs> there we go. It's all in the bag. Userlytics, I'm assuming these are all affiliate links too? Uh, no. Very few affiliate links on the site okay. uh, at the moment. Okay. Just You have, just haven't got around to it yet? or I base it on how much traffic each page gets. So that particular page probably doesn't oh, get okay. a lot of traffic or there is not an affiliate program that exists. Got it. Uh, so I'm slowly rolling that out. But yeah, to get to your point, it depends what you're testing. Um, for the launch party, I started with just a, a course outline mm-hmm. and kind of a about statement. Um, saw what people expected to see in a course, um, what they wanted to learn. From there, I went into an actual you know tutorial of a specific thing. I think I started with design a logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I had them go into an actual logo builder and um, design a logo, you know, in a kind of a web-based tool. Wow. Um, so you you see, you find kind of different patterns and, you know, for example, like everyone screws, screws it up, you know, no matter how much instruction you kind of give. Uh, so I realized I really have to force people to watch the videos. It's funny, people even think like they, they're doing it right and they're like, you know, cocky about it. And it's like, they did it completely wrong. You know, like there's, there's like a hundred different ways people kind of uh, screw things up in a course. So it was really just paying attention how things, um, when people walk through a tutorial, what they're missing, you know, what they want to see. Yeah. A a lot of different stuff that you kind of find throughout the way. So with courses, typically people want to know the entire roadmap. They, they always need to visualize where they are in kind of a timeline, mm-hmm. start the finish. Um, they always want to know why uh, they have to do each step. A lot, of, a lot of like visualization and telling them why and, you know, walking them through, through every step. And, you know, a lot of that feedback just kind of is what turned into, you know, the, the LMS layout we have and how we kind of structured our course. Awesome. It sounds like a lot of hard work and, uh, like it sounds like it's, t- it sounds very time consuming and I'm, um, not lazy, but I'm impatient. And so I just grab, you know, like we use learn dash to deliver all of our courses, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Uh, we've customized it heavily, um, based on what it is that, you know, we want it to do. Um, just because, you know, but you, you kind of end up with a whole bunch of stuff that you don't need as well. Um, yeah. so I, uh, and I think it's just because we're impatient and we don't, you know, we want to get things to market pretty quickly. Um, the user testing thing, has that uh, changed the audience that you are targeting through, like is your audience now that you're producing content for different to the audience that you thought you started producing content for, you know, 18 months, two years ago? No, I'm kind of forced to have a specific audience because I need that hosting commission. And so I have to find a way to get to the people who have basically never made a WordPress site before. 
uh, which is extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, it's also difficult with a free course, surprisingly, to get people like motivated to take action. There isn't yeah. that like investment to really, yeah. you know, it's always there. They can do it whenever they want. It's hard to really get them motive, motivated, hence the idea of doing like challenges. So I wouldn't say that the customers change. It's just you better understand the customer and, you know, what their kind of pain points are or what they're afraid of, you know, what they need to see to like make that commitment. And you're essentially competing with Wix, right? And Squarespace, the people that have never built a website before. I mean, are your, are your audience building websites for themselves or are they looking at going into business building websites for clients? I would say building websites for themselves, but I've been surprised that even just seeing people like in the elementary Facebook groups and stuff, mm. there are a lot of people that actually, you know, do want to start a business making websites. Um, so I do get a, a lot of those people as well. Uh, mm. So that was a, a surprising. And that's kind of, you know, the, the templates kind of bring more of those people in, I think. Um, but yeah, competing with Wix, I don't know. There's not a, there's a lot of options, but there's not a single kind of course that I've ever heard anyone recommend when it comes to, you know, building a WordPress website. There's not like a big player. Uh, so that's always kind of fascinated me. Mm. Um, something that so many people are doing and yet, you know, people will just say, go to YouTube or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be, Udemy or something. So yeah, I, you know, I'm not, everyone goes to Wix, everyone goes to WordPress, but they all come back with the same problem. They're all embarrassed by how their site looks. You know, <laughs> they don't even, they don't even want to like tell you the domain and, uh, everyone has this expectation based on how things are advertised, like with Wix or, you know, you see a fancy WordPress theme, you get this idea that you can just change a few things and here you have your website. Yeah. Um, but as soon as they start, you know, they're in for a huge surprise and it becomes this, you know, extremely frustrating process. It never looks like, it never looks like the demo on the, uh, on the theme website, does it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, and the, the final question I have for you, actually, there's a couple, couple of questions just to sort of round out a bit of an ad hoc lightning round uh, that we've been doing. If you could go back and have a conversation with yourself five years ago, what would you say? I would pay much more attention to uh, marketing strategies, particularly people who are kind of in the internet marketing world where mm. I see it and think it's kind of like a, a scammy, mm. uh, you know, marketing process. Mm. Um, I've spent a lot more time this year being open to you know, these kind of, what are the underlying principles and the strategies that kind of drive these, um, you know, marketing strategies and just being around more people that uh, have really had success in these different areas. It's often surprising, you know, how much money's coming in to a lot of different random sites. Um, so yeah, I'm getting more serious about different marketing strategies more so than just, um, SEO, but more in like copywriting, you know, really knowing the customer, how do you kind of create that like cult following? Awesome. Uh, do you read business books at all? No. no? Do, do you listen to business podcasts? Or I'm looking for a business resource, like like favorite resource, like a blog or a podcast or something where you go to get these tips. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I find that I read business books to like procrastinate, so I typically <laughs> I typically don't do it. Um, I'm a big fan of Clarity.fm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So my motto is is kind of instead of reading a book, books are usually too generalized. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a specific, you know, task or project that you're kind of embarking on, finding a real person who's already done it and having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you know, you learn more yeah. in like 10 minutes from that than you do from, from any book. Yeah. 
Um, so that's typically my strategy is talk to, to real people who've already done it. hundred um, percent. And, and people who can apply the, the, you know, the strategy to exactly what you're doing. And, and give you that kind of jump start. Uh, my good friend Mike Rhodes, uh, who actually wrote a book uh, with Perry Marshall on the uh, AdWords, uh, AdWords for Dummies or AdWords for Beginners uh, or the Complete Guide to AdWords. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Anyway, he says, ask who, not how. Don't try and solve problems yourself. Just ask mm. who has already solved this problem and just go and talk to them. Um, totally. This is a curveball question. Who would you like me to interview on the podcast? Who would I like you to interview? Yeah. Who would you like to see interviewed on the podcast? I'm going to make an assumption that you actually listen to our podcast, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I, I would say somebody in in the the copywriting space, uh, the, the messaging. I don't have a particular person okay. involved, but yeah. I, I feel like it's the one thing I see that is not many people spend time on or really kind of grasp. Um, you know, it's not really so much about design, but like, you know, communicating your, your message as clearly as possible. Yeah. Um, so I find that that's kind of what I'm most interested right now. Awesome. Well, I know a good friend of mine, Kate Toon, who has an online program called Copywriting for SEO. She is kind of the SEO copywriting person. Um, I can get her and I'll also, uh, put my feelers out and try and find the world's best copywriter. I'm actually reading a book at the moment all about copy. Um, in fact, I reckon I might be able to get, um, uh, Mr. Halbert, um, whose name escapes me, uh, Gary Halbert's son. I think his name might be Brad. I'll uh, reach out and see if I can get one of those guys on the podcast. That's a good challenge for me. Um, final question is where are you going to be living in 2019? Uh, mostly Bali. Really? Wow. Awesome. Cool. Bali's usually where I end up. It's my it's my favorite spot. Any particular part? Uh, Ubud, Changu. Yeah. I'm kind of like in between both typically. Yeah. Awesome. Nice yeah. one. Well, uh, Matthew Avercamp, thank you very much for being on the WP Elevation podcast. Thank you thank for you. bearing Appreciate with it. us with our technical issues. And, again, a huge thank you for all the work you're doing at Launch Party. I'm going to put all the links and show notes, uh, links and resources we mentioned here in the show notes that will be on our website. Uh, and, uh, yeah, keep in touch and, and let us know what's happening and if there's any way we can help you in 2019. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. Awesome. There we go, folks. That's how you record an episode of the WP Elevation podcast. Uh, Looking forward to bringing you more of these podcasts live on Facebook. Uh, Please subscribe at iTunes, wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Like us here on Facebook and uh, subscribe on YouTube and click the bell to get notified about when we release more content. And give us a rating and a review because it does help us come up in the search results over at iTunes and tell us who you'd like to see next. I look forward to seeing you on the podcast again or on Silence is Golden, our live stream show that goes out 10 o'clock Tuesday morning Sydney time. Uh, Until then, I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast as much as I did. And please make sure you get over to launchparty.org and check out the awesome course and template download packs that Matthew has got available over there. Hey, if you like the podcast, please subscribe at iTunes, wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Leave us a rating and a review because it does help us come up in the search results. And like us on Facebook, share it with your friends, leave us a comment, tell us who you'd like to see on the podcast next. And uh, also check out the live stream show that we put out every 
every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock Sydney time on our Facebook page at wpelevation.com slash Facebook. Uh, myself and my co-host Simon Kelly have a few laughs, get out in the street and do some Vox Pop style interviews and ask people what they think about the freelance web world. And we also hopefully bring you some information that is useful for your business as a creative freelancer. And if you are looking to grow your business, then you should get amongst the blueprint program that we have available at wpelevation.com. You can find out all about the program over there. And if you are already a six-figure consulting company and you are looking to go to multiple six and seven figures, then you should seriously consider joining the Mavericks Club, which is our high-end mastermind program. Just send an email to support at wpelevation.com with the word maverick in the subject line and we'll take it from there. Hey, I look forward to your company again on the podcast soon and on any of our live shows and our training videos. Until then, I hope you're enjoying the content that we're putting out as much as we're enjoying making it for you. I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate. Elevate.